Good Sunday evening, everybody. Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Bible Study, where we are going to read the Bible in a year. And tonight is the first live show that we are doing um, with this Bible study. And I'm so stoked. Um, I want to put it out there that basically over the next few weeks, we're going to be feeling our way through this different formats, different, uh, trying to figure out what's the best thing that works for everybody. Um, I just spent the last uh, 20 minutes getting the soundboard um, reared up and ready to go so we can take live calls uh, during this Bible study as well as um, do some more stuff kind of that way. So I got that already. Um, you see the live call-in number there. We can take that. Um, as we get to the games, um, we're just going to feel our way through that because my bandwidth is kind of small right now. Once we get past the games, I'm going to try some different things. I'm going to try to bring some CrossFit celebrities on that I know have strong faith um, and have them share their testimonies as well as give them what we're reading at that time uh, so they can join in on the discussion as well. Um, but that's, that's for after the games. Right now, we'll just kind of feel it out for the next couple of weeks, see where we get to. Um, again, God called me to do this. I have a platform uh, where people can reach out and listen, and we can, we've already seen on Discord that this is reaching around the world, not just in the United States, and I'm super stoked about that. So um, what I'm going to do is start us off with prayer, and then we will move into the Bible study. So where you are, bow your heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much for giving me this vehicle uh, that I have to be able to share your news with everybody um, around the world, not just in the CrossFit space, but everywhere around the world, and to give us an open table where people can come and be, be assured that they have a safe place to ask questions, to see what's going on uh, with your word, and to learn about you the best we can. Please help us open our minds to what you want us to learn in this Bible study, as well as uh, your. Um, let us see your word clearly so that we can get what we can and, and move forward through life. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen. So, um, here we are. We read um, Genesis chapters 1 through 24 this week as well as Matthew chapters one through nine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start with some stuff that came in through the discord and hopefully Kenneth can throw up the link to discord. Um, we want you to all to be able to join that as well so that you can put uh, your thoughts during the week as you're going through these readings into discord. And basically then what I'll do is I'll grab all those thoughts compile them, and then we will discuss them here tonight, every Sunday. And so, um, so yeah, I'm super stoked for that. Make sure you grab that link um, and go to the Discord and get signed up uh, so we can talk uh, all throughout the week. So a couple of things uh, that I grabbed from this week are, first, Kenneth um, put in there that Matthew, or um, the story of Abraham and Isaac it's a lot different now that he's a parent. So I think what he's referring to is when Abram was asked to take Isaac to the altar and make him a sacrifice to the Lord. Um, I cannot even comprehend 
the amount of uh, compliance uh, and the following of God's word that would take for me to take my child to an altar and make her a sacrifice to the Lord. Um, please, if you have things about this you want to say, go ahead and throw it in the chat and, um, and we can talk about that or call the live call-in number and we can talk about it that way as well. So Kenneth, I think that's what you were talking about. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but the amount of the amount of faith that Abram must have had to gather up his son, gather up all the stuff to build an altar, gather up the firewood, uh, to take to walk off into the the woods with him. Um, and it was a long journey. They the servants went with them for a period. Then Abram made the servants stay back, and him and Isaac moved forward where he built the altar, um, prepped the fire, tied up Isaac, was going to sacrifice him when the Lord came down and said, no, um, you don't need to do this. You have followed my word. And then they found a ram that was stuck in, an, in a thicket, and they sacrificed the ram instead. And the God and God was pleased at that point. <clears throat> so, as a parent, again, I cannot comprehend what it took for Abram to do that, um, to move forward, and to follow God's word to that letter of the law. Um, it shows that my faith needs to be stronger. I think. Um, you know, it's one thing to believe in God. It's another thing to follow something like that. And Kenneth says, uh, just vastly different from hearing the story as a kid in Bible school versus reading it now as a parent of a nine and seven-year-old. Yeah, my daughter is 21, and I still, I cannot even comprehend what that took uh, for Abram to go off and do that. So that was, <clears throat> that was the first thing that I pulled from Discord. The second thing I pulled was that Kenneth said that uh, Matthew 6 has some of his favorite verses in it and that it really helps him through some tough times. Kenneth, would you mind sharing what verses in Matthew those were? And while you type that out, um, I also got something from T2 Lady that I wanted to talk about, and that is that uh, this time through, I was more aware of Sarah's scheming jealous side. <laughs> and again, we're talking about um, Sarah and Abraham, and I believe I believe the moment where they're going to the city and she asks Abraham, Okay, so um, so Jody Lynn says, I don't get when you refer to Discord. Discord is a texting app, Jody, that Kenneth has set up uh, for us to be able to share our thoughts there. Um, and it has different um, categories. So there's like a general category. There's some reference material for you there. Um, there's a schedule of the shows there, all of that. And Kenneth just put the link to that uh, in the chat. 
just before this. Um, and it looks like Elise has you taken care of in the chat as well. And I guess T2 lady is Amy Stanton. <clears throat> so Amy, welcome. Um, but she talks about um, Sarah's scheming and jealouside. Jealouside, again, I'm going to think that she's referring to when they were traveling and that she asked Abraham to say that she was her, his sister. Um, and it was her way of kind of controlling the situation because Amy goes on to say, makes me think of how we sometimes try to solve problems on our own. Like we don't need God's help and the consequences that causes. And so um, I think what you're trying to say there is during that time when she came up with this scheme to make sure to keep both her and Abraham safe, what happened was then the king took her um, and had relations with her and she ends up getting pregnant uh, and giving birth to a son that is not one of Abraham. <clears throat> and because she tried to control the situation, uh, that actually turned out to, to have much greater consequences than maybe just asking God for help in that situation. And I could relate to that a lot because there's a, I, I've said many times on this show and um, during this that I am a control freak. And there are many times where I try to control the situation rather than giving it up to God for him to assist me in those situations. And I think that that is a great illustration about the consequences that can come when you try to fix the problem yourself, as opposed to turning that over to God. Again, if anybody has comments about these things, please share them in the chat or call me on that live call-in number. And, uh, Uh, and we can discuss it there. Amy also says that she gives her servant to Abraham, but then is angry and sends her away. And now I get, okay. T2 lady equals Amy equals Sarah Kana. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so that's another reason. That, that is a very where she got jealous, all of that. So um, that, that's another example of the jealousy that, um, that Sarah experienced, as well as trying to control the situation. Um, so if anybody has comments about that, please share those as well. And Kenneth clarifies for um, us that Matthew 6.26 is actually... Um, his favorite verse. And so I'm going to try to pull that up real quick. I have some stuff over here ready to look at in case. So Matthew 6, 26. Okay. There we go. Matthew 6, 26. Uh, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, I tried to have this all prepped. And of course, this is not coming out the way that I wanted. So let me try to pull it up a different way. I will, uh, we'll just Google it.
So uh, the ESV version is, look at the birds of the air, neither they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? The NIV version is, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. So, long story short, Kenneth says, I was put in a position during 2020 to stay true to my convictions and risk losing my career income while being the sole provider family of four. Just had to trust God to work it out. So far, after two years of uncertainty. Seems like a pretty... Uh, dire thing. Um, that's got to be so tough. And again, something that I, to, that verse is basically saying that God will provide for you. Just believe in him. And I think that's what Kenneth has done. And, um, and uh, yeah, and he's hanging in there two years later. Uh, it may be some uncertainty, but he's still uh, chugging along. So uh, thank you for sharing that, Kenneth. And Amy and Jody, no apologies necessary for explanations. That's what we're here for. You know, the first couple nights might be a little bumpy, but we're going to get through them. So um, at least now I know who you are when I look in Discord. And Amy actually adds, the don't worry versus that's hard for sure. Yeah, especially for control freaks, that can be a very difficult place to be. Um, but, you know, trust in him and he will take care of you. So a couple other things that I wanted to bring up um, that happened during the readings is um, Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13, um, is the Lord's Prayer. And... It's something that if you have gone to church for a long time, uh, you have heard over and over and over again uh, at different times uh, in church, as generally the congregation uh, shares this prayer together. Um, and I just wanted to ask a question, what your thoughts were on joint prayer, um, like the Lord's Prayer? Um, and if you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, I actually, um, just to share a personal experience, I went to a um, Dominican Catholic college uh, for both undergrad and grad school. And one of the courses I had to take was a six-week course on dissecting the Apostles' Creed um, basically over that six weeks. We would get like two or three words a week um, through the Apostles' Creed until we finished the whole thing six weeks later. Um, I think for me, sometimes when we do the joint prayer, people forget to think about the words associated in the prayer. They just, it's been memorized and it's something they can say without thought. And I think sometimes we need to think about that, that um, sometimes just a genuine prayer from the heart might be better in a situation than a joint, joint prayer if you're not stopping to think about the words you're saying. Uh, in that prayer. But I do think it's a good thing for people who are just starting out with prayer too, uh, to kind of 
feel comfortable and, and get at ease with that. Opened any thoughts uh, about that as well. And one of the other notes that I took down were that um, it's funny that in the same day we read the story of Noah, where he, where God decided that he was going to wipe out the earth in a rainstorm that lasted 40 days and 40 nights. And in the same day, we were reading about Jesus going into the forest where he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights by Satan. And I put it out in the Discord. Do you think it's a coincidence that both things happened for 40 days and 40 nights? And do you think that it was coincidence that we got them both on the same day of reading? So I think that it's because what in the Noah story is having God accomplish, and that is to wipe out the sins of the earth and to start over. I think it's very symbolic of what Jesus was about to do and that it, he had to go be tempted by all these different things for 40 days and 40 nights before he was about to go wipe out the sins of the earth again in a very different and loving and graceful way. Um, and I just wanted to hear your thoughts um, about that. Um, as we go back to the joint prayer, Kenneth says, um, I'm not opposed to joint prayer, but for me, prayer is a very personal thing. Conversation just for me and God, but joint prayer is good. Just shouldn't be the only time you pray. And Amy Hill agrees. Joint prayer takes a little extra mindfulness. And Elise says, I agree, Kenneth. And here is Mama Schweitzer. Uh, the Lord's Prayer was meant to be an example to follow, not be the prayer. And I think I told you guys in the introductory episode, my mom, that is Mama Schweitzer there, uh, one of the most faithful people I have ever known in my life. And I'm so excited that she's here joining along with us in this uh, Bible study. So those were actually all the notes that I took for this week to throw out to you all. If anybody has anything else like you, anything else that you would like to discuss or that, that spoke to you this week, I'm open to hear what those are. You can throw them in the chat or you can uh, give me a call on the line um, and we can talk about that as well. Amy Stanton says, it is interesting that the devil uses scripture to try and justify his position during the temptation. <clears throat> Agreed. I, when, when you think about it, if you are a, and we have our first caller. Caller, are you there? Oh, no. Linked. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I had the Bluetooth. Oh no. Okay. Now try. 
Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, thank you. I just had to tell my phone where to send your voice, and now we got you. Okay. This is Kenneth. How's it going, Scott? Good. How are you, Kenneth? I'm good. Just enjoying life. Just calling in, trying to help out. Uh, I want to um, read Amy's comment real quick. It's interesting that the devil uses scripture to try to justify his position during the temptation. And I think you actually sent a meme uh, through the Discord that really kind of spoke to the way I feel about this because Satan cannot be that smart to tempt Jesus, who is God, with all of the things he created. Yeah. It's like, here, you can be in charge of all this stuff you're already in charge of. Yeah. Sounds yeah. comical. Um, I, so, I was just calling, ask, like, how's it feel if you're new to just reading the Bible every day, how that feels for some people? Because I wasn't really doing that most of my life till a couple of years ago. And I feel like if you just keep, oh, almost feel, keep pushing through it, it kind of gets easier. But at the same time, it keeps you more in my like, experience, kind of opens you up more to God's influence in your life. If you're reading the Bible every day, you kind of are reminded of some things that are more from him as opposed to just happening because you're spending more time in his word every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think the first time I read through the Bible was 2017, uh, and I would have been mm -hmm. 47 years old for the first time. I had attempted it other times, like in hardback version. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then in 2017, I found this app and it just changed it for me. Uh, it was something that it reminded me every day to do. And, uh, and then once you get through like a couple weeks of it, it just becomes something you look forward to every morning or every evening. My question is when do, when do people set aside time to do this? Because the first time I did it, it was in the morning and this time yeah. is uh, right before I go to bed. Started, it was always right before bed, and then I kind of got guilty a little bit because I'm like, God's word, it might like make that day a little better, more like endurable in a way. Right now, I'm doing so I go to the gym right before work and I'll sit in the sauna anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes if I can make it. That's where mostly where I read it. Because there's no distractions in there, no cell signal or anything. It's just me on my app, just sweating it out. Or right before I go into work, I'll take five to ten minutes in my car and just read it. Kind of get my gig going that way. And if for whatever reason I can't do it then, then it's always going to be right before bed. Because I got to get it in. Because I feel guilty if I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit here and watch The Bear for two hours, binge that show. And not get into God's word, so better pull it out right before we fall asleep. Yeah, I love that. And we've got comments coming in um, that first thing in the morning is Amy Stanton. Um, Mama Schweitzer is last thing at night. And Elise says, makes a huge difference in your outlook through life. Last thing before bed. So we've got it all over the map. And then, Kenneth, my mom had a question for you. So since you're on the phone, did I miss Kenneth's question on the sixth chapter? I think in the Discord you put a question in there 
that she had a response to. And did we talk about that one already? I don't think so. I remember what the question was. I mean, we talked about my favorite verse, I guess. That was it. So cool. I'm going back through Discord now to see if I can find another question. Um, and it may not have been you. Um, you talked about seven years popping up a lot. I don't know if that's what we were talking. She was thinking. You said you had a lot to say about Genesis six. Maybe that's oh. Oh, depends. You must put your almost conspiracy hat on a little bit. It's kind of like me and my wife, we listen to this other podcast just called Blurry Creatures. It's these couple guys that look through like um supernatural creatures like Bigfoot and giants and stuff, but they try and look at it through a biblical lens. And one of their biggest like pieces of evidence they go off of is Genesis 6, where it talks about the Nephilim and the giants out there and God having to bring the flood to kind of wipe them out and build the ark and restart everything over. So it's kind of like a rabbit hole um, me and my wife get into for fun. But it's very almost a divisive opinion in the church, depending on which church you go to. Okay. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought of that, um, but that's why we're doing this, right? So that. So she is saying, I believe it was sons of God marring. Oh, so yeah, those the, the said I think might have been Genesis six, Genesis five, or something where it said the sons of God came down. Basically, we're getting cozy with the women of the earth, and that's what created the Nephilim. And God was not very happy with that. And it goes super quick. And it kind of confuses a lot of people. It's hard to kind of translate and get exactly what it's trying to say. Yeah. And she's saying yes, marrying the daughter. Um, and she's agreeing with you. So I think that was what she was talking about. Yeah, it could be like a whole podcast itself. It's crazy to get into. Yeah, I didn't. That's even, good. I like this. I didn't even pick that up. So, yeah, yeah. that's why that's why we do this, right? Yeah, because you know, a lot of preachers don't talk about it because it's hard to talk about because it's only like two sentences. And then you're supposed to like let them know what happened in those two sentences. But I gotta keep going. Gotta keep reading. So you kind of leave it by the wayside sometimes. Just so you know, my uh, mama Schweitzer, she probably is doing this with her study Bible right beside her as she is uh, going through this. Um, I just know her. Um, she, and that's the way she would do this because she, when she has questions, she wants to know answers immediately. And so Elise asks, Kenneth, were you raised Christian? So I was raised, grew up in the church. Uh, a regular non-denominational church growing up but the thing was it's kind of complicated but if you got a 
let me go. Just let me know. But I'll try and get into it as much as I can. My mom and dad, mom and dad were kind of, they would take us to church, but it was mostly my grandma that like kept us in the church. She mostly was the one that took me and my sister every Sunday, Bible school, and Wednesday it was just youth group. But like most young men, I kind of grew out of that at some point. I joined the Marine Corps, which kind of grows you away from God even more in some ways, and in some ways it brings you closer. So I was always, I've always claimed the title of Christian my whole life. It wasn't till 2019, 2020, when my wife kind of reeled me back in because we saw how things were going in the world and we're like, hey, it kind of looks like we might be close to some end times here. We might want to rethink what we're not only studying ourselves, but what we're showing our children. Because it's really one thing just to say you're a Christian, but then never really go to church or never read the Bible every day, anything like that, which was what I was kind of doing for most of my life. But then together, she kind of brought me back, said, hey, you're the husband, you're the father of our children, and we need to step it up and we need to take that title seriously as Christian and kind of show us and embody it a little bit more. That's what I've been trying to do for the most part. Started with just reading the devotional every day with her. I think it's Jesus Calling. It's a pretty common one. We were reading that. We'd take that and kind of go into the Bible, find it a little more of what it was trying to tell us. And I downloaded that Bible app, started looking at that. There's like some tracks in there that kind of tells you here's the basics of praying from their point of view. Here's how to read through the Bible. Here's how to just understand certain topics in the New Testament, et cetera, et cetera. In a weird music coincidence, uh, the band Skillet, they even have like a study three or seven day study course in there when they came out with their recent Dominion record. So that kind of was cool. Went through that for a couple of days. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge NFL fan and I found uh, there was a NFL players devotional. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, where every day a different NFL player would uh, read through a piece of um, the devotional and talk about what that meant to them. Yes. Right now I'm reading through, it's like a strength for men. Random one I found right around Father's Daytime at Walmart. And I like wanted. It's pretty good. It kind of gives you like a little message to think through for the day. Works in men. It was always Christian my whole life, but never really lived up to it till recently, trying to really work through it. So how has that changed your life in the in the last little bit? Uh, well, a lot of it was brought on because of COVID. I don't know if you want me to say that YouTube word or not. This is kind of weird. Yes, we don't want to that... get shut off. Okay. Yeah. I had to make some choices about things. I was like, I don't want to do certain things, so I'm not going to. And they're like, well, we're going to kick you out or do that. So I had to really think on it, really had to pray on it, really had to be like, is this what I'm going to do? Is this what God's telling me to do? So I believe we're kind of just spending time in prayer, spending time in the spirit, reading through the Bible. It's kind of just helped me out, make good decisions for me, for my family. Everything's working out. 
but I feel like it's improving mostly my mental state if nothing else in my relationship with my family. Seeing my wife, she'll be like, hey, I can see you're really trying. I really appreciate it. Because for some time there, you're kind of just stagnant, staying inside yourself, not really putting any effort into a relationship. But I find if you're more open about your Christianity and reading the Bible and worship, going to church with your spouse, really helps that relationship along too as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I think it does so much for your mental state so much. I think it speaks to you in ways and at times, and this first week may not be the best example of that. Um, but I think as we get into it, uh, you'll find that it, and I think you already know that, but for everybody, I think you'll find that it starts speaking to you a lot more, um, as we move through this. And, I just think too, is you gotta okay. go out there and you gotta ask questions because a lot of it's not gonna make sense the first read, first listen through or anything. Just gotta look through those resources, whether it just be a simple YouTube video you find, or if you have any mentors in the Christian community that you know, just ask them questions a little because or jump on an online podcast Bible study. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um and it's funny um, you say that because Mama Schweitzer said that all the stuff she talked about with the sons of God, uh, she learned in her study Bible. Um, Amy, Amy Stanton says, thanks for calling and being willing to share with us. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely not in my comfort zone. Um, it's a lot easier to talk about who's going to win the CrossFit Games than... Um, how God and Jesus has impacted your life. And that's just bizarre to me when I say it out loud. It should be the exact opposite. It should be much easier to say how God and Jesus have affected my life than who's going to win the CrossFit Games, if that makes sense. So. I'll be back in the comments when I get the kids going to bed. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kenneth, uh, for calling in. And uh, see how easy that is, everybody? Thanks, Kenneth. That's hard, but once you get into going, it's easier. All right, man. Have See a good you later, Scott. God All bless. All right. Same to you. Bye. All right. So thanks to Kenneth for doing that. Um, yeah. Any other topics people want to talk about? Um, again, there's no format to the show. It can be as short or as long as we want it to be. It may be the first night. This is, this is where we get to. Um, but if anybody has any questions, uh, they can reach out to us. They can hop on the Discord. We can chat in there. I think Amy has learned that it's a, a safe place to talk. Um, Elise and Kenneth and Mama Switzer have been in there. Um, so, yeah, any questions you have, shoot them in the Discord. We'll compile them, and next week we'll discuss those of our reading through the next, uh, the next weeks of reading. Um, if there are no further questions or calls, We'll call it a night and uh, we'll come back and discuss next week. Thank you, Amy. Um, this is awesome. Scott, thank you. No, thank you all for jumping in. Um, you're what's going to make this a fun. This is, this is all of our um, Bible study, not just me. I just have the vehicle that we can kind of do it around the world as opposed to just down the street. So 
and we can do it in the the safety of our own home and ask questions without prejudice or without um, re repercussions. Um, we've had people in the Discord ask questions and want to know um, more and are exploring their own faith. And so it's super cool that they're, they feel safe to do that. And I want them to feel safe as they take baby steps um, into this faith journey. Um, some of us, like Mama Schweitzer, are way down the path of their faith journey. Um, others are just getting started, and, um, and we need to make sure that we're open and welcome to all of those different stages and phases that everybody is in. Um, Elise says, thanks for all the resources in Discord, Kenneth. You are the Discord man. And Amy says, thanks, Scott. So happy to be here. Um, yeah, I'm happy you are all here. With that, uh, I hope you all have a great Sunday night and bring back whatever you want next week to chat about. I will take it all down and hopefully another one of you will call in and maybe share your story and we can do that as well. Um, with that, God bless everyone. Uh, I will close us in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much for, again, bringing us all together throughout the world in this crazy vehicle that you have created uh, with the internet. Um, we have a podcast now that we can praise your name, talk about you, ask questions that we might have, and be open-minded to what other people may say um, about all of this. We're here to learn. We're here to grasp everything we can about your word. May you bless everybody through this week, um, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. Amen. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And now back to the interview.